What's up, creeps? Ha, I'm Chrissy. I'm Jess. And this is That's Abandoned. Wink. <laughs> Double eye wink. <laughs> um, so we are on episode number three. So I was supposed to get this done on Tuesday. Why do you look confused? I thought we recorded three last. No, we only recorded two. Oh. We re-recorded one because we fucked we up. We re-recorded one because okay. we fucked up. It was, you couldn't hear anything. Yeah. Which I'm a little afraid. Is this like, that's fine, right? Yeah. Should we make this lower? No, I think it's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, so I was supposed to do my research on Tuesday because I said I was going to do it on Tuesday. And then I didn't uh, because I was lazy. And actually, it's kind of a good thing that I didn't because on... Wednesday I went to work and I had to take someone to an appointment in Morristown and it took me like a weird back way and I passed two buildings in Harding um, that were abandoned um, that I'd forgotten about so I'm, that's what you did that's what I'm doing two a two two, two right because now? they're right next to each other so these are both in Harding New Jersey um, on, where is that it's right it's like right outside of Morristown it's fancy, Because if you asked me, like, oh, where's Harding? I would have been like, oh, it sounds far. I don't know. It's where Jackie really? Hollow is. You've never been to Jackie Hollow? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, then. Well, Jackie Hollow is a national park. I'm going to talk about it. Somebody told me that during <clears throat> Halloween they do some fun stuff. They probably do. I've never been there during Halloween. My hair is two different color blues. Do you see that? <laughs> Yes, I did see that. Um, okay, so these are both in Harding, um, and I'm, they're both on Mount Campbell Avenue, which I'm only saying because um, they're both very uh, highly secure locations. Uh, one of them has security cameras, and the other one is actually... Oh, really? Yeah. What was it before? Or are you going to tell me? Well, so, okay, so the first one is called Glen Alpin. Okay. So this building, well, this house was built in 1847 for Henry and Francis Hoyt in a Gothic revival style. In the 1860 census, Henry Hoyt's occupation is listed as gentleman. <laughs> well, so then, could, could you be a lady? Uh, well, Can ladies you... didn't have jobs, so he was just a gentleman. You, you can't, oh, I guess, yeah, you wouldn't list your job as lady because you didn't have it on. Right. So I'm not sure what gentleman as a job uh, encompassed, but that's quite an interesting title, I think. Holding okay. doors? No, he was definitely richer than that. Having doors held for you, maybe. Yeah, but then how do you be a gentleman, then? Holding doors for your lady? Wearing a monocle? Bringing your lady flowers? Putting your coat over puddles, maybe? <laughs> Whatever anyone actually did Holding that. the umbrella for your lady. Yeah, while you get soaked. That's gentlemanly. Well, he probably was like, I'm a gentleman. Hold my umbrella over me because I'm rich enough while I hold one over right, my exactly. lady. Right, exactly. Like, just like that guy that was Diddy's umbrella holder. Diddy? Yeah, P. Diddy. I did not. <laughs> he had an umbrella holder for a while. I don't I know why. What, I, I wonder what one of those costs. Someone to hold your umbrella? Yeah. 
It's it's probably not something I can afford. I just run really fast <laughs> when it's raining. <laughs> I just don't go outside. And hope for the best. I don't go outside. But I'd, I'd prefer to not go outside ever. Charlie would really like a umbrella holder, I think, because half the time I walk her outside, she's like squints. We should get her one of those uh, umbrella hats. I don't know if she would like that. She wants a raincoat, I think. Oh my God, please put her in a raincoat. I am a rain dog. We should put Little in a raincoat. Have a rain cat. She'd be so unhappy. Okay, anyway. So in the eight, yeah, so in the 1860 census, he was a gentleman. The house was bought in 1855 by the McAlpins and remodeled in 1866 into a colonial revival style. So, wait, okay, so Gothic, I was, I can't find my phone, but I wanted to look up a picture of it. Would it have, like, gargoyles? No, it had, like, um, it, it almost looks like a Swiss chalet. Like, it, it, I don't know, I can't really describe it at all. Gothic revival? Yeah. Um, so, you know, Henry and Francis Hoyt lived in it for almost 40 years before they sold it to the McAlpins, who renamed it Glen Alpin. It had 336 acres at the time. They lived in it for a while, almost 50 years. And then in 1933, Charles McAlpin donated 124 acres of it to the U.S. government to create a national park, which is now Jockey Hollow. Okay. So Jockey Hollow was where George Washington... lost his head. No! (laughs) That's Sleepy Hollow in New York! Oh! No, that's that's, that's in. That's why I said you Halloween stuff. No, <laughs> it's not the same place. <laughs> no, that's Jersey Hollow, the guy with the pumpkin head. No, you're thinking of Sleepy Hollow, which is in Terrytown, New York. Okay, they do that, a lot at Halloween. Okay, that makes Jockey sense. Hollow actually might do Halloween stuff, but I don't know. They probably do because people get confused about who they are. I don't think that they get that confused. <laughs> No, Jockey Hollow is where George Washington fought some shit during the Revolutionary War. Some shit or some people? All of the above. Some uh, shit he fought, people? He fought stuff. He was a fighter. <laughs> so, uh, in 1940, the property of Glen Alpin was then sold with 80, 81 remaining... Jeez. 81 remaining acres of land to a princess... From France, who had a very long name. You don't know it? No, I'm not, I didn't write it down because it was really, really long. Was and it I hard to pronounce? Was it? not even going to try. Okay. Um, she lived there until her death in 1963. So, in 1965, the DiCarlos bought the house and 16 acres. And then they subdivided that and built a separate house that's still there, kind of like behind Glen Alpin. Is that when is that when people living in it? Yes, people live in that one. <clears throat> so they had they never lived in Glen Alpin. They always lived in the separate house. Um, I don't know why, but well, actually, I kind of do know why. Because it's haunted. No. Oh. There's no ghosts in my story today. I have semi ghosts. Okay, that's good. I'll take it. So, in 2002. 
It was sold to a couple who, for some reason, bought it and then relisted it. I don't know what that was about. Because there's ghosts? I don't think so. Who knows? I mean, it was built originally in 1847. Someone had to die there. so many ghosts. I'm sure someone died there. And I'm sure it was built on some sort of ancient Aztec burial ground. Well, not Aztec, because they're not in New Jersey, but... <laughs> Native American. Well, well, people. a lot of people probably died on that property because the, of, the Revolutionary War. Yeah. And uh, George Washington. And Jackie Halls. George Washington Actually, was slaying people all over there. Uh, that's true. He just came around with a sword. I said, almost said a knife. And his wooden of, teeth. Clink, clink, clank. No, they'd be like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> They wouldn't go clank, clank, clank through wood. Yeah, they. I well, I can't make a wood noise. <laughs> um, knock, 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 knock together. Wood together. Knock, knock. Um, I was gonna look up Jockey Hollow and where that name came from, and then I forgot because I don't. I don't know that. I don't. Maybe something with horses. Because of jockeys. Yeah. Maybe they were hollow horses. The jockeys would ride the hollow horses around. Yeah. Do you remember? Yes. <laughs> when, I don't, I think your mom did it when they used to do bed races. No. Oh. We'll talk about that after your story. No, I want to talk about okay. it now. So my mom, for some reason, I remember being little and they used to have bed races and I don't know what she was a part of that made the bed race team. But they literally, it was like a bed, but with wheels on it, and somebody was on the bed, and then the rest of the team had to push the bed and race it. I don't remember that at all. I'm pretty sure your mom was a part of it at one point in time. She probably was. But there was like something recently that they did like the bed races again. I mean, I've heard of bed races, I just didn't know our family did them. Why do you think they do those though? Like, what is the... For fun. Yeah, but who was like, yo, let's put a bed on wheels and race. I don't know who decided to do that with office chairs. Yeah, but that makes more sense because you're just rolling around. But who? Well, yeah, but in hospitals, the beds are on wheels. So I bet you that's Uh, where it originated. That's true. I mean, I don't know. It'd be pretty awful to race your patients down the hallway without their consent. Maybe if one of them just broke their leg and it was like, I'm bored. Like, that's true. That could have happened. Let's let's do this. Me and my bedmate over here. You're, we want to race. <laughs> Your Room, bedmate? Roommate. Isn't that what it's called? In the it's definitely not called a bedmate. Because okay. a bedmate is someone else who shares your same bed. Ew. Right. <laughs> who would want to do that? Well, but Charlie is your bedmate. She is. And Little is mine. Sometimes. But then she usually is a jerk and leaves. So Bob's also my bedmate, but like he gets pushed to the corner. Yeah, well, a dog is much better to cuddle with than a human man. That's true. Especially because he sweats like... No, he doesn't sweat, but he just gives off a lot of heat and then I sweat. Charlie doesn't give off a lot of heat. She just needs the heat, so she gets so close. Oh, hi, little She's going to scratch the shit out of you. No, she thinks I'm Tim. Come on, I am Tim. I am Tim. Come here, little. Come here. I don't know why I think Tim would act like that. He doesn't. He mostly ignores her, which is why she likes him so much. Oh. Okay, well, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, so. 
Back to Glen Alpin. In 2004, the township of Harding and the Harding Land Trust bought the property for $1.4 million with the understanding that the house and three acres of the property were not listed in the Green Acres inventory because they had gotten money from Green Acres in order to buy the property to acquire it as like a... To be able to open it to the public and give tours and stuff, like a house museum type of thing. Oh, like a... Yeah. Yeah. Um, So they had gotten money from a bunch of sources, but one of them is Green Acres, and Green Acres helps to preserve land so that... um, you know, like building can't happen and stuff. So there's a lot of restrictions on land that they help purchase. Okay. So, um, after they were, unfortunately, so they started to do renovations on the property. They, um, did, they added a new roof, structural improvements, installation of new heat, air conditioning, security systems, and electrical upgrades. But then they found out in 2005 that, Everything was included in the Green Acres inventory, which meant that they couldn't put any parking or septic systems into place. So there's no running water or bathrooms. Because they had outhouses back then, obviously. Right. So that's probably why the DiCarlos never lived in the house when they bought it in 65. Mm. Because... That makes sense. I wouldn't really want to... Yeah. Because that's a huge undertaking to add plumbing into an entire house. And this house is big. So... It's currently uh, on nine and a half acres with 14,000 square feet of living space in this house. (laughs) That's a lot, in case you're wondering. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to, like, when we went to the Vanderbilt Mansion, do you remember how big that was? No. I don't think it was that big. I don't think it was that big either. Yeah. So bigger than that. And that thing was fucking huge. Yeah. There were 22 rooms plus a basement, nine bedrooms, eight bathrooms, a guest cottage, a six-car garage. Eight bathrooms with no plumbing. Yeah. Where did it go? Well, they were like dry bathrooms. What does that mean? Like, I guess that you would like... Put powder on your nose and then be like... I guess. I guess because they can't update... They can't add a septic system in. So I don't know, but that's, I mean, I didn't even think of that. Maybe there was, I don't know, like what if the bathroom is, that's really confusing to me. Well, they they used to have what was called dry bathrooms, but they were usually all on the first floor. But okay, just so pee into you, the earth, essentially. Or I was going to say, was there like a pot that you had to like change? Like the Pro, Like a chamber pot, yeah, yeah, probably. Probably because they had servants' quarters. Yeah, so the servants, that's what they did. They were like, well, you know what? I'll just take your poop outside. Yeah. And bury it in a hole. Yeah. Yeah. So, a six-car garage, eight fireplaces, and a glass conservatory. For what? Greenhousing. Oh. And beauty. I'd want one of those. If I had a lot of money and build a big house, I would want a glass room. Yeah. I just want a big house. And I would sit there in my fur robe and... Kitten heels. <laughs> <laughs> and your feather boa. And drink my dried martini. Yeah, there you go. And smoke your cigarette on one of those long thingies. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, so it originally had a veranda and circular driveway, but the circular driveway was kind of like cut off when they sold some of the land. So it's no longer circular. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. 
There's a family cemetery on the property with the graves of Peter Kemble and six other of his family members. So, seven ghosts. Seven ghosts. Um, So, the planned historical restoration and rehabilitation was stopped in 2005 after they found out about the Green Acres thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And, unfortunately, it's been, you know, 15 years and the township seems to have given up on having public use of the building and i think now they're actually trying to sell it oh yeah is that the one with the cameras yes so this one is heavily secured security wise and there's you know there's a security system there's cameras there um i've actually been there and i've walked around on the property but like you can't go inside and you're not supposed to be on the property because it's not really safe um if you contact the town they will give tours sometimes Um, but private tours, like there's no public tours Yeah, and you have to sign a waiver because like a lot of the steps outside are not secure and they don't really clean anything up because it's just sitting there. So $1.4 million was a really good way to spend some money on something that never did anything. Yeah. Government at work. Yeah. So that's Glen Alpin. The next property is right next to Glen Alpin and it's called Hurstmont. 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 This one. Hey, Charlene's fire. Yes. I'm cold. I cold. This one is 15,000 square feet with more than 30 rooms. There are seven bedrooms, four and a half bathrooms, and 20 acres of land. There are a bunch of outbuildings as well. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, it was originally built in 1886. And reconstruction reconstructed on the original foundation in 1902 as a summer home for James Pyle, who was a soap manufacturer. A soap mogul. Pyle. P-Y-L-E. Hmm. Yeah. What was his soap company? Pyle Soap. I have no idea. Dove? No. <laughs> <laughs> It was designed by McKim, Mead, and White, an architectural firm that designed many iconic buildings in the tri-state area in the early 20th century. Specifically, it was built by Stanford White, who was shot and killed in 1906 by his mistress's husband while dining at the rooftop garden at Madison Square Garden. Hmm. He was a real shitball, but apparently he was a good architect. (laughs) You can read all about him on the Wikipedia, which is where I got... Actually, I got a lot of this information on both of these places all over the place. Um, but glenalpin.org has a lot more history on Glenalpin specifically. Um, okay, so... It's classical revival style. On the inside, it has a grand staircase, as well as several staff and service staircases. Six brick chimneys, leaded windows, many with stained glass... Uh, decorative plaster ceilings, elaborate mantelpieces made of stone or wood, patterned wood or brick floors, ornamental ironwork. Uh, outside, it has a large porch with columns on the west side, a two-story portico, and greenhouse on the south side. Um, a carriage house with eight rooms and garage space for five cars. A guest house, also known as the children's playhouse. <coughs> And extensive gardens and stone walls. There is an or- well, there was an ornamental pool as well as a separate swimming pool. Oh hi! Damn. She's not. She's not into it. Okay. Um, 
So four different families had owned it between 1902 and in 1981. Um, in 1907, the June, uh, the June, I can't say words. The June? In June of 1907, it was featured in American Homes and Gardens for its architecture and gardens. Um, in 1981, someone bought it with plans to restore it, but the restoration was not completed and the house remained abandoned. It went on the market in 2010, and in 2011, it was sold to developers who originally wanted to restore and sell it, and they bought it for $1.25 million. Um, I, so, so when this house, when Hurstmont went on the market, I was working at the real estate office as the assistant. You remember it going on. And I remember you? when it went on, and I actually went to the broker's open for it, um, and I got to see some of the inside and walk the property a little bit. Um, it was pretty cool. They had, there were a lot of stone walls. It was a huge, huge property. They had really good plans to restore a lot of the buildings. Um, unfortunately now it's being demolished. What? Yeah. So they want to put assisted living in there and they want to buy the Glen Alpin property and expand it to that as well, which really sucks. Both of these houses should really be on the national register of historic places because they're really unusual. Um, and I mean, you just don't see houses like that anymore, but they were already planning on making part of the original main building into garages and kind of like cutting it off because they claimed it was just too big and no one would want a property that big, which is not true. Yeah. I mean, people buy ridiculously large houses all the time. Just um, cause. But so that, that was unfortunate about that. Cause when I passed it, they had taken down an entire like side of the house and it was pretty unpleasant to see so that's just another another building gone gone to the wind gone with the wind in not the breeze. yet soon soon it will be dynamite forever be gone how do they they dynamite those things right i don't know no. they weren't they don't like or they crane it like a wrecking ball. i don't know i didn't see a crane Maybe i they came in like a wrecking ball Okay, maybe they did. They maybe they were craning it. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. You can do it. <laughs> All right, what's that? So that was Glen Alpin in Hurstmont, in Harding, New Jersey. Don't break into anywhere, uh, and don't burn anything down. So, yeah. Uh, don't if, get broken, dead, or arrested. Don't get broken, dead, or arrested. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, so, if you want to find us on Twitter or on Instagram, we're, both on, we're on both of those as That's Abandoned. And if you want to send us an email, you can send us an email at thatsabandoned at gmail.com. All right. Keep on adventuring, guys. Bye. Bye.